Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Beggins Brothers podcast. You got Jeff Beggins and Craig Beggins. Here's what you're going to get here, and you're going to get something real, you're going to get something raw, and you're going to get some real ass experience. We've got over almost 60,000 transactions, 28 years, billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of real estate sold here, and thousands of agents recruited, trained, coached, held through good times, bad times. And I'll say thousands of stupid agent mistakes that we want to teach you about so you don't have to recreate the wheel. That's right. So shave off a lot of time that it's going to take you to get to a next level by listening. So we appreciate you guys paying attention and enjoy it and enjoy the Beggins Brothers podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Beggins Brothers podcast. We've got Jeff Beggins and Craig Beggins. And today we're a little drier than we were last time because we were floating on the Tiki Hut last week. That's right, we were. And um, that was a lot of fun. And this, today's going to be a lot of fun. And here's the thing. The ultimate question that is on your mind and on our mind, our job is to help agents become successful, is this question. What truly does it take to be successful in real estate? And it doesn't matter what level you're at in real estate, what does it take to actually be successful is kind of our topic here today. So that's what we're going to kind of chat a little bit about. So shout about that. So what does it take? Let's pontificate. Let's I think I think the number one most important thing an agent needs to be successful is a purpose, a drive, a passion. Why are you doing this? Because too okay. many people float around without a purpose. And some of the things, honestly, we ask you to do are not comfortable. Right? But True. if you really need money and you know what you need money for, you're going to be more motivated to go out and do something. But a lot of real estate, and I don't mean this is a discount to anybody, but it's a secondary income source that's not necessary to the family. <clears throat> and that's bullshit because there's no such thing as a secondary income source that doesn't need money because you can always upgrade your life and do something better. You know, right. let's, say you're, let's say you're a stay-at-home dad, not to be sexist, and the wife brings home all the money and you don't really have to make any money. But what if you did make some money and you upgraded your travel accommodations or you upgraded your housing situation or you upgraded to have a car you drive? Right. But that's yeah. a purpose. And it does, and not, that might be materialistic, but it could be <clears throat> providing for your grandchildren's education. It could be, you know, help saving for your, your children's wedding. Whatever your purpose is gives you a drive and a passion to go do some of the uncomfortable things that I, you to do. I, I think that's that's an interesting <laughs> point because, you know, a lot of people get somebody else's purpose instilled in them. Right. And especially this time of year. Right. You're you're we're in the towards the end of the first month in the year and everybody came out with their big ass goals and they were ready to go. They did their business plans, right? Some of them did it either on paper in their head. They said, I'm going to do X number of deals. And because somebody told them they should do X number of deals and their broker said, okay, get out your worksheet. How many appointments you're going to make? How many days a week you're going to work? And they filled out the form and then internally they were going bullshit, not going to do it. Bullshit, not going to do it. Don't need to do it. Not coming to the office. Screw you guys. Right. And that's kind of what happens. <laughs> that's exactly what they say about us. <laughs> right? External or internal. But, but that's the whole point is why are you doing this and the purpose? And, and here's what I would, here's what I like best. If your purpose truly is to simply pay the car payment, take both car payments on the family and just own it, right? Pay for one vacation in March or summer, right? Buy a new wardrobe, pay off a student debt, pay off a visa card, do something but write the damn thing down and get purposeful of it to the point where you get goosebumps, right? And your hair stands up on your arms. It, it's got to be that purposeful or it doesn't happen. And we've been doing this long enough to know that there is no 
kind of excitement that works, right? right? You have to just say, I'm doing it. If you want to be successful, most people just run around and do a deal here or there. That's fine. But we're talking about purpose-driven excitement, which is different than just bouncing around from place to place. And purpose-driven <coughs> could be, I just want to bounce around and do a couple of deals from here to there. If I can make an extra 10 or 15, 20, 30 grand, I'm happy to do that, right. right? Now, the harsh reality of this business is- But if I don't do 10 or 20 grand, I'm okay too. It's okay. That's a problem. I just like helping people and, and making friends, right? Then you should just go work at the library as a volunteer and declutter the industry a little bit too. Walmart readers get to do that. That's right, that's right. and get paid and for get it. And get paid for it. So it's the purpose, right? So we've talked a lot about that. We're not gonna beat that down. But here's the problem. If you truly don't really know why you're doing this, you need to reach out and have somebody smack you, help you, push you, kick your ass, do <laughs> Would something. Would please smack me? Please, I mean, do it. Reach out, I will smack you if you need help. You'll do it too. We and like we're it. gonna help you either get a purpose or get out. Right, and either one is okay, guys, because this market has never been better. The industry has never been more vibrant. The opportunities for income have never been like what they are right now. And so that's kind of the wake up call saying, if you need a purpose, this is our favorite one. I think we talked a little bit about this one last week, but the ultimate purpose is to invest in things that will pay you enough so you never have to worry about working for money again, make your right. money work for you. So if you need some help finding the purpose, do it because the first thing that comes to people's mind is drive. Yeah, well, I'm gonna comment. So I, I met a girl last night in the office and you know, she's just on fire right now. She just graduated. She's got a she's got her master's degree in law. Yep. She's late 20s. And I was listening to her on the phone and she was literally prescribing to the customer over the phone. I just sent you an email with, email with DR Horton's red tag inventory. And red tag inventory means they're gonna buy your interest rate down to 2.99%. I need you to go through that list and pick a house and we're gonna buy it. Great job. And then I talked to her outside of that, and it's a younger kid who's not in a relationship, who's got enough money to buy a house, and he wants to buy a bigger house. And this is the type of relationship she was having with yep. him. Listen, dude, you're not married yet. When you get married, your wife is going to want to pick a house with you. Not the house you currently have. Not the have. house you currently have. Right. So make this your investment, and I'm telling you right now, with a 2.99 fixed interest rate for 30 years, you're going to own this house for the rest of your life. You're going to move her. out of it. You're going to keep it. You're going to have equity in it when you're ready to move. You're going to turn that into a rental and it's going to be yours. That's, that's a girl with passion and purpose. And you know what she's working for? What? She's getting married in October and she wants to plan a badass wedding. Okay. So, so, re, so un, unravel purpose. that. There's the purpose because you jump forward into skills. Right. Right. And there would be no reason for her to have that conversation if she was willing to have a shitty wedding. Right. If she was willing to settle for dead flowers, right, and do it on the side of a road, right, and and just in a cow pasture, right, that's right, that would work. That would work. But she has a different vision and different idea and different purpose. So that fueled her to say, Well shit, how much is her wedding gonna cost? I don't know if you got it. And it doesn't matter what the purpose is, it's your purpose. Right. Now, some people say that's selfish. Why would you make this money just to go to your wedding when you could do something different with it? So that's what you want to do. Do what you want to do. So the four steps we always preach about and talk about is motivation, skills, actions, and accountability, mm -hmm. right? And the biggest problem is without the motivation, which is the purpose, there's no reason to do anything else because it, it's just not going to happen. It's the motive to take action. I love that. It's the mo the motive, motive to take action. To take action, you just sit still. Which now creates... Okay, I have a why. I have a skills. I have a purpose. I have a reason to do this. Then you got to go internal and say, okay, 
I need in her case, probably 30 grand, right. To have a, what the wedding that she wants to go have, probably maybe 30, 40 grand, whatever the number is. But now she says, okay, let me look at my app on my bank account real quick. Shit. I don't have 30 grand in extra <laughs> in this bank account. I need to now go make 30 grand. So let me look into my skill set in my head for a second. I don't have enough skill set to go make an extra 30 grand right now because the current skill set I have has me with this bank account balance and that's not enough. So right, you guys follow this? So now you have to sit back and say, okay, what do I need to upgrade in order to upgrade my bank balance? What skill set do I need to update? And now the initial- You're making this sound so logical. Reaction is I'm going to get good at real estate. You, you can't get real estate because there is no real estate, right? Remember, we talk all the time. What what business are we in? People in communication business, right? Real estate is just the industry we play in. So, people in communication business, that's the game. So, then now what skill set? Now, this particular girl, her example was her skill set was connecting with people and building trust. The way you were talking, the way she was talking was commanding, was really purposeful, and she was portraying trust for that guy's best interest to guide him, hold his hand and coach him to make a really good decision in one of the largest financial transactions of his life. And energetically, he felt that, he knew it. You can't fake it. Nope. Now, if she was in her mind going, shit, I need 30 grand for the wedding, I get eight from you, come here, sucker, buy this house, right? <laughs> then that was a, a different thought. And then there are some agents that, act, that, that operate in that way. That's they true. don't do well, mm -hmm. but that's how they approach a situation. So she probably knows well enough that with that conviction, and it's gonna happen. Yep. So that comes across and she wasn't trying to get somebody who shouldn't to buy a house to buy a house. Mm -hmm. She was helping him grow his future and all the way. So that was the skill set. So you need to figure out you. what is the skill set that you need to develop. And I'll say we go quarter by quarter, right? So if you say this quarter, let's talk about, let's, let's pick a handful of skill sets that you could improve upon as an agent this quarter? What, what are a couple things? If you can, and I want to isolate these. So you can't do all of these. If you had to pick from a little menu, what are some menu bullet points? Well, I think one, and it's probably not as relevant as it could be, but I think lead conversion in the internet is a skill that needs to be learned because I have the opportunity to listen to online recordings of internet lead yep. conversions. And until they're trained, they're bad. All right, let's go deeper onto that. So you guys are all getting internet leads right now. And they're either, or they're online leads or the digital leads. You get text messages, you get emails, you get Zillow leads, whatever you're getting, your broker's giving you online. So these are inquiries. So, which has no value whatsoever. It's a name and a phone number. And think about this for a second. What's going on in that person's life? I mean, really what has to align? And this is what I think we forget about. Like everything has to align for somebody to make the decision. To inquire on a property and meet an agent and set an appointment and show up and buy it. And buy a house. Right? I mean, the emotional, exactly. they're drunk monkeys, the alignment of their credit, the alignment of the appraisal, the alignment of their, their reason to buy it, just calming them down, the timing and their emotions and their family and their boyfriends and their girlfriends and their brothers and their sisters and just all of the doubt, the fear, the anxiety that goes around with that internal and external pressure that says you need to move. No, I don't. Yes, you do. You should move. No, I shouldn't. New home, old home. All this stuff goes inside their brains and we're just sitting around in the background going, when are you going to sort your shit out, dude? Right? <laughs> and because only when that's finished will they say, I'm that's ready. Good. Okay? That's so right. too many people get a lead and they're like, Oh, this is that hot, <clears throat> this is that hot one. And there's 872 things that have to happen inside of that head's that kid's brain until he feels comfortable enough to transact, mm -hmm. right? And there's no magic words you can ever sell say to talk somebody into buying a house, right? I truly honestly believe that. 
No, you can't pick the house for them. You can't do it. <clears throat> so the skill sets are lead conversion, which goes back to people in communications, which is analyzing. I think we did a, a, a really good job, if we do say so ourselves, on that next the next level university where we really dove into lead conversion and, and acceptance on leads. So talking about going into neutral and talk and figuring out and say, okay, I just got an internet lead. Let me read it. Hey, Jeff, I'm looking for some more information on this property. I'm looking around the internet. What I can't see a whole lot about this. Um, when can you show it to me? Sounds like they have a visual person. If we're thinking properly, right? So maybe your skill set is recognition that you need to go into neutral, put your life on hold and say, okay, wait a second. Um, I've got a visual person. What else can I learn from this email or text or internet lead? Hmm. Okay. I don't have a lot of time. Um, give me the quick scenario. Um, when can you show me properties? I want to look at it on Saturday. Okay. Nude. Now I have a what? Dominant driver. A high D personality that's visual. And I haven't even responded yet. Now I'm going, hmm. all right, well, what can I do to give this guy the most extraordinary experience in his life to help him feel comfortable buying from me? And his largest financial transaction in his life. Well, don't <clears throat> don't people like people who are like themselves? Yep. So if you're going to communicate effectively with him, you should probably act like a dominant visual. That's right. If you care to grow that skill set, right? Because here's what's normally going to happen: you normally take that lead and say, "Hey, what can I help you with?" Yep. When do you want to go see it? Right. And that may work or it may not work. And you wonder why lead conversions has such a shitty conversion rate. It's because you just pounce on them and whatever mindset modality that you're in at that moment. Because if you're in a, a high, if you're busy and you're on point and you're in a high D mood and you're a visual person, you're going to answer that person in a high D visual mode and you might blow them away. And all of a sudden they're like, thank you, more expensive than I wanted to buy. Bye. God, I hated that agent. Mm -hmm. Right. And they'll click buy and find somebody else. So, so that's the skill set of connection. Well, let's give one more skill set because I think this is really helpful for our agents. Yep. Um, you get the internet lead and you have to understand they have looked at 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 houses before they decided to click on this one. And you probably know nothing about the one they clicked on. Right? Good point. So, and they know more about it than you do because they saw it online. They know the taxes, they know HOAs, they know all that stuff because it's online. So what I've taught our agents to do is say, so tell me, what was it about this house that made you inquire on it? Yep. And then you shut up in a nice way yep. and let them start talking. And then as we teach, mm -hmm. you replay back to them what they said to you, which shows that you're in alignment and you care about what they're looking for. That's that's huge. Let's let's dig further into that one too, because the last person, the last thing you're gonna do is show them the house they want to buy and have them buy it. Right? Literally, that's the last thing you're gonna do. <laughs> I love that statement. In this process. So so if you were to call me, right, if I were to call you and I say, let, let's role play one real quick. Okay. All right. Ring, ring, ring. Um, hello. Uh, hey, I'm calling on Longfellow Drive, the 123. Oh, super, 123 Longfellow, great. Yeah. Oh, shit, I don't know anything about this house. It's probably a- Yeah, how much? I see it's 2,300 square feet, <clears throat> and I, I see the price point on it. What do you know about the, what school district is it? I, I'm looking two different places. I'm seeing something different on it, hmm. and um, I just, I'm really kind of looking to, to get some more intel on this. Well, that's great. So, Your name's Jeff, right? It is, yeah. Jeff. So tell me, what was it about this house that, that attracted you to it? Um, well, my wife and I are looking, we've got a couple kids and we're, we're trying to get into the Bazubi school district. Mm -hmm. And we noticed this one seems to be in it. I like the corner lot. I like that it's off the busy street and that it's fenced in cause we got a couple dogs too. And so, and my wife likes the kitchen, 
but I really, really, really need to make sure about the schools. Okay, so the school district, the Bazubi school district. Yeah. Uh, what's the word? I'm looking at <laughs> So there's stutter on the line, right? Yeah. So you want to definitely run a corner lot in the Bazubi school district. Is the Bazubi school district the only one you're considering, or are there others? No, the the, the Bazabi ones too is pretty Bizabi cool. Bazabi ones too. Yeah. Okay. So what am I doing? You're engaging me in a conversation, and I'm totally deflecting the fact that I have no idea what the hell you're calling on. Right. And in right. the meantime, you're going one, two, three, Longfellow, right? <laughs> on that one to try to figure out the deal. But you're nowhere near there because what are you really selling right now? That I'm in a, I, I'm in a position to help you. That's it. Right. And you're selling me trust, right? And so all I want to do is remember there's three questions. Do I like you? Are you good at what you do? And do you care, care about, about me? me? And so you're demonstrating that you're good at what you do because you're, you haven't even said shit. Nope. You're just asking me questions and repeating my answers back to me, which is all I really want to hear because I feel like I'm being understood. Right. Right. And then now you're going to get back through and say, okay, any other neighborhoods? You already blew me out of this neighborhood because I'm also would be willing to be in that school district over there. Right. So it wasn't the house. It was me reaching out a call for help. Right. Help me sort through this world of what's going on over here. So that's, that's I'm, a good I'm point. Rec I'm letting you know subconsciously that you do need me, that yeah. you're not clear on what you want. Because everybody thinks buying a house is easy. You find a house, you buy it. It is easy until you find out, oh, there's other things I got to consider. Schools, neighborhoods, crime rates, blah, 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 blah. Buying a house is easy. It's sorting through the hundreds of houses you don't and shouldn't buy to find the house you're going to buy. That's the hard part. Yep. Right. And it's our job to hold their hands and help them figure out what it is that they want. And again, I think it's demonstrating that you have more knowledge than they think you have. Yep. Because they, they don't think they need an agent until you find out. Because here's what they've done. They were last night in between watching Netflix, the wife's on realtor.com. He's on Zillow. And they're saying, hey, what do you think? Ah, fuck, that's disgusting. Okay. What do you think about this one? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. And they're right. This is what happens. And they're getting down to their little list of stuff. But in the meantime, they sent four different requests for information to four different agents on their fourth glass of wine. And they have no clue what the hell they said to who because they're just in the investigation stages of the world. Right. Right. Until and now four people have this lead and they're going to say, hey, calling you back. Most of them aren't even going to call them back. Right. So which is why they ended up getting a live transfer to us. Right. right. But so that's the point that we need to recognize that just because it's a lead, it's an opportunity for one hundred and thirty thousand bucks. Right. And that's the mind shift that I think is hugely important. Anybody that you're talking with, right? Anybody, you, right? Me, you, right? Everybody who's watching, all of us will buy another house. Every one of us is going to move again, right? I don't want to move again. You don't want to move again. One day I'm going to move again, right? You're going to move again or too. Or buy another house. Or you're going to buy another house. You're going to get an investment property. You're worth, you're an asset to me. And I think too many people look at the transactional immediate asset value of that lead of Bob and Susie Smith and a phone number. And like, oh, are you going to buy Longfellow? It's 287 grand. I mean, I got 10 grand, right? And you think about that when the whole thing is, let me tell you about what's, tell me about what's going on in your life for a second. Let me help you. Let me guide you. And then because silently you're worth $130,000 to me. And all I need to do is own that one spot inside your brain that has label real estate agent, bonk, right? And all I need to do to do that is repeat back what you're saying, go into neutral, spit back to your language patterns. Are you DISC? Are you visual? Are you auditory? Are you kinesthetic? Do we speak the same rate of speech? Are we talking the same way? Do I like you? Right? How many of our viewers actually know that the DISC language and the VAK language? And how would they learn more about that? Well, search <laughs> a lot of the, the 
the classes we put out, right? Put, do it. You know, the, the short version is, you know, the DISC personalities, driver, right? Interpersonals, the social and the analyticals, well, I don't think most people do. I think that's an advanced level skill, sales skill that most brokers don't teach. We're going to put a link to that video in the comments right here. Okay. One of the last ones that we did on that. So you can kind of see that. Because I think we have some excerpts from Next Level University when we we're actually going through that. You can kind of watch it. And so check the comment feed. We're going to, we'll put that up for you too. But that's huge because guys, this business is simple, man. All it is is owning Mindshare and for the future, right? And even if I get a lead right now, it's for the future. Because if you're hotter than hell to buy right now, you're not buying today, right? I might set an appointment with you to build trust with you to have you buy this weekend, right? But it's not right now. So we, and we always have to do that. So that's a skill set that I think is huge. I'm glad you brought that up. It's lead conversion, but it's so many layers. You can run rabble of the word lead conversion. It's going into neutral, sitting back, relaxing, taking stock of who you're actually dealing with, and then giving them a great experience. Well, I think it's not only lead conversion. What we're talking about is building rapport, right? Yep. Because whether it's a for sale by owner, an expired listing, a person you had at the grocery store, if you don't master the art of asking questions, you're not working on building rapport. True. Right? So when you do the go to neutral, understand who you're talking to, that's just a sales skill. So we called it what we called it, but it's really just sales skills and communication. Right. And it's learning to make people feel comfortable with you. Right. In essence. Right? Because I think- By showing you're interested in them. By asking questions. Here's the other skill. And this is a little different because immediate lead conversion, you're lucky, right? First of all, you're lucky that that lead even got to you because it shouldn't have. That somebody else should have been top of mind with that buyer, right? If they're doing their job right, to not make them haphazardly click through Zillow to find a stranger, right? And it's stupid. That's so crazy. You're right. One of their friends is a real estate agent that just sucks. Right. And that should not have happened because they really should have felt comfortable enough to say, hey, Susie, we're looking for a house. True story. Yep. So well, you've got to talk to my brother, Jeff. He's awesome at real estate. That's exactly right. So so automatically, you know, they don't know anybody. Nobody owns them. So cha-ching, $130,000 value. Your mind. Or you would never have clicked on that button. So it's wide open. That's 130 grand staring at your face right now. Plus their whole tribe and their whole friends because none of them have an agent either or they'd be using them. So that's just a different mind shift of kind of what's going on. And that's just inbound leads and you're lucky to get them. So treat them like the gold that they are, right? Everybody else, the skill set, if you're not gonna invest and buy leads, and you better have your lead conversion skills set down or you're wasting your money. To just have the conversation with no skill on somebody is stupid because there's no reason you're gonna build trust with no skill set on how to build trust and they're just gonna be flushing that money down the drain. So build that skill set up. The other one, if you aren't going to buy leads, you need to go earn leads and you have to go build familiarity and trust, right? And that's what we're pushing now a lot is just the realization that you need 20 good contacts to be familiar. Because we, we were joking and um, actually when we were doing the morning drive this morning, we we're saying, look, if I just met somebody blindly right now, inside my brain is they might kill me. Right? We have a fight and flight mechanism in our brain that says, I don't trust this person yet. My guard is up and I'm watching through the corner of my eyes to see what you might do to me. I might not verbalize that, but my anxiety and my, my just cortisol level inside my body is elevated because I'm ready to throw down at any moment. I don't know what you're going to do, but this is how our brains actually operate. So the second time I see you, it's less likely you're going to kill me. You didn't me. kill me last time. Right? But you might still, I don't, still don't trust you. 
watching, bitch, right? And then third time, probably not. Fourth time, okay. Fifth time, sixth, okay, getting used to you. Seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth. You're now becoming part of my world. I trust you. You haven't killed anybody that I know. Yeah. I'm not here. You haven't even pulled a gun on me. I like you. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, I own you, right? At least I own familiarity. Now it's so easy, so easy to have familiarity right now because all you have to do is do this. Bonk. Hi guys. I'm on Facebook, <laughs> right? And I go into the Madeira Beach page and hey, come into town. Anybody know a good Italian restaurant? What's up? My favorite Italian restaurant is Badabadibidi, right? Right. You have the B words today. Whatever. Going Let's through the vocabulary. And then, you know what? My favorite thing is the veal parmesan. Don't, don't make this shit up. You should know about the restaurant in the town that you're actually doing around. So, you know a good dog groomer? I sure do. Jeff is the owner. He really takes great care of dogs. Blah, blah, blah. Now, here's the simplicity of that one. There are 28 people like that comment, that post, right? There's 14 comments on there. So I just write back, yeah, the chicken parm is freaking badass. Now, Everybody 28 people are going to get a notification. Just saw and, that, and they're going to say, "Who the hell is that guy? Why is his chicken parm recommendation worthwhile?" Bump. Oh, real estate agent. Oh, he's got kids too. He likes golf. That's interesting. Probably not going to kill him, right? And then somebody comments, and I comment back on their comment. Now I've got two connections with 28 people, right? Three, four. Somebody else says, "Hey, you guys know a good fishing charter place?" I sure do. Why don't you go talk to my friend Dylan? Right. And that, that, how easy is that? And then you start to interact and connect with people. And now you're becoming familiar. You're interacting with that same tribe because there's a certain number of people that are on that same tribe that see me repeatedly. Now I become familiar. Now that's not going to mean they're going to roll over and say, please take my money. Right. But it's going to be at least um, somebody that's in their world, in their cycle, in their circle. Well, here's the challenge, though. That's a great idea mm -hmm. until another great idea comes along. And I stopped doing that great idea. Yep. So to be successful in real estate, which we started this podcast out, mm -hmm. is you have to be consistent too. And something. You have a purpose and you got to be consistent. You can't just be the squirrel that chases all over the place. So if that just that right there is boring, yeah. you could have fun doing it. But if you did it today and you think there's instant gratification inside doing that, Zero. you're going to be very sorely let down and you'll probably be disappointed and not do it again tomorrow. Right. But the, and you'll try something new. And that won't work either, so you'll be sorely disappointed. Right. So you'll try something new. Where if you had done this consistently for 30, 60, 90 days, then you can look back and say, no, this didn't work. But you can't say, no, this didn't work when you did it once. That's right. You got to take consistent action and shots at that thing. No doubt about it. But then that's why what we're doing is we're taking all of the options and we narrowed it down to three. And we're doing pick a lane. Right, it's what we're doing. We've got three lanes, and there's only three lanes, and we're allowing our agents and our tribe, everybody who works with us, pick a lane. And I'm doing one lane, right? Puma's doing one lane, and Otis is doing another lane, and it's 9.30 to 10 o'clock, 10.15, every Monday morning for the rest of this quarter, and you're going to drill down a skill set in that lane and only that one. You try to get in another lane, we're going to electrocute you because you're not allowed in that lane. you got to stick in that one spot. And we that's, won't really electrocute you. We might. Depends but on the level the of accountability you choose. Time, so. Yeah, so you can't get you into can't the get other ones. Lane. So that's the whole thing. And then it's, so it's motivation, skills, action, right? And then now you're going to take action because you have the skills and you have the purpose. 
So that's the big thing. But and but it, you have to take to your word. It's consistent action. Right. You can't just play around here and there. And then the last part of it is accountability. accountability. And guys, I don't care if it's your cat, the way they look at you when you get home, saying, "Did you make your contacts?" Right. I don't care if it's your spouse. I don't care if it's your manager, yeah, your if broker. You get your job, if you're going to do this job to make enough money to buy your daughter a car, then let your daughter ask you, what did you do today for getting me my car? That's right. And or then, do I need to go get a bus patch? Pass. Right. <laughs> right. That's really it. But somebody needs to hold you accountable. Go hire a coach. Right. Go tell your manager you need some help. Go tell your broker you need some help. Go get another agent in the office to hold you accountable. Reach out to us. Right. Whatever you need, we will help you. But you have to do that. All right, let's recap this. We have four things. So first one is motivation. Motive to take action. Take action, which you also call purpose. Okay. So I like the word purpose better. Because motivation can sometimes be overrated. But you have to have a purpose for doing everything. Or rather you'll do something more readily if you have a purpose for doing it. A real one. <clears throat> a real purpose. That excites you. And if you say, I've got a purpose, if I ask you what your purpose is right I now. Make money. And you're That's not totally beaming about it and you're not totally juiced up that aren't the hair on your arms not sticking up but you could have a big ass smile on your face and saying this is the life i deserve to be living this is how i'm going to be doing it this is my house this is my car these are my vacations these are my investment properties this is my life right if you don't have those answers then you need to go in a hole somewhere and write down what you are doing this for and come out with a big ass smile or just go back to bed guys right it's you're wasting time Come up with something that's your purpose. Just get in the coffin and lie down now. <laughs> that's right. That was pretty savage of that statement. <laughs> but it's true. Do I remember when Mike Ferry did that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brought a coffin in. The agent wasn't doing it. He said, get in the coffin. Yeah. You're already dead. It's my little just go lay down. So purpose. Then figure out, all right, the purpose that I have, do I need to do more? Mm-hmm. The answer is probably yes is the next level. So what skill set do you need to get to the next level? Do you all get that? You don't, you don't just go from level to level without increasing your skills because the skills you have now are what got you to where you are. Yep. And if you don't upgrade your skills, you're going to stay where you are because extra skills is what takes you to the next level. So we got a little pushback from our last next level class. Well, you know, you told me we were going to go to the next level. Yeah. Well, you, what skill are you going to increase? Well, yeah. I don't want to increase my skills. Then you're not going to go to the next level. Yeah. There's no, we weren't giving out next level pills. <laughs> yeah. Right? Here's a pill. Take this right? to the next level. <laughs> no. It's you have to go to the next one, which is actually taking action. Right. Right. And if your purpose is strong enough and you know which skill you have to increase, take an action. And now, one thing that I, I love. And we're going to add consistent action to that. Is the simplicity of just going to your phone, hitting the recorder app, and taking it with you throughout your day. Right. If you're making prospecting calls or you're talking to people, you're having a conversation, you're doing something, record yourself. Because how are you going to know that you're screwing up if you don't have any tape? You but I don't do like it. the way I sound. Neither does anybody else, <laughs> right? So that's why you got to figure out what are you saying. And maybe your upswings are terrible. Maybe you're totally over-talking people. Maybe you're totally mismatching their energy level, their tonality, their vocabulary. But until somebody can hear that and point that out, you're never going to get better, right? And that goes back to your accountability because mm-hmm. you have to have a coach that can hear this stuff for you. If you're serious about this, guys, why would you even go through the energy of talking to 12 people when you might be doing it incorrectly? It doesn't make any sense. Right. Doesn't at all. So motivation, skills, action, and accountability. And that speaks for itself. So there is no success pill. There is no easy answer. You've got to get the purpose. You got to get the skills. You got to take action. You got to have somebody kick your ass. Or you go to another brokerage and do the same thing. Not. Right. Because it's not going to change anything anyway. Yeah. 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 It's it's where I am. That's the difference. That's, That's not it. true. 
It may be, right? If you don't have somebody around you that is empowering, educating, and encouraging you to get to a next level, you probably should go somewhere else, right? Sure. Or that's the, the simplicity of it. Guys, life is short. This market is amazing. And if you're not crushing it or taking steps to become better right now, you're really gonna regret it when the market turns. And it's not gonna be this easy. Make hay while the sun shines. That's right. So there you go. How to be successful in real estate. And unfortunately, the answer is work your ass off. That's right. But with purpose. Isn't that sexy and romantic? That's right. There you go. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, there you go. So take it, leave a comment, um, tag a friend that needs to hear this, shoot us a message, anything you guys want to see, hear, or us to elaborate on. We're happy to talk with you guys and anytime. If you want to you see do. more, subscribe and we'll push out more. Hit that button and the notification button so you get kind of alerted to when we when we push out some more content. So there you go, Jeff Beggins and Craig Beggins signing out. Thanks for Jeff watching. Beggins guys. Brothers Podcast. That's it.